This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Hey there, welcome back to the Winning Plays Podcast with Brian Robb and Brandon Jackson in for Michael Pina. I am Rich Levine. We hope you all are safe and sane during these crazy times. Today we have a special bonus episode for you this week with a special trivia competition and this podcast's first ever interview with a professional eater. That is uh, Eric Badlands Booker. But uh, first, as always, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Give us a follow on Twitter. That's at Winning Plays Pod. Shout out to CLNS Media. Shout out to Bet Online. Uh, as always, special shout out to doctors and nurses, everyone working at the grocery stores, pharmacies, gas stations, restaurants, anything we, anyone we forgot. Uh, thank you for all that you're doing. We love you and appreciate you. B Jackson, B Rob. Uh, you ready for a little trivia? Let's do it. Should be asking so be, you guys. This is the so we're we're starting this up here with, you know, Mike somehow beat me in our initial trivia challenge, but Rich uh, considers himself or rightly so uh, with how good those questions were uh, a <laughs> trivia king. So we wanted to bring in a a worthy challenger, uh, Brandon Jackson of Celtics Hub and the the Celtics Hub podcast. So um, I'm I'm excited to 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 find uh, who's who's the best here. I'll say I'm I'm a, certainly yeah. a, the question finding king. I didn't say that I was a trivia answering king. I kind of feel like this might be a one sixteen matchup just because I'm on baby brain right now. For those listeners who don't know, I just had a kid, and uh, all I can think about is um, diapers and nursery rhymes and screaming. So hopefully, I can get my mind right for this. Well, a baby brain's one thing. I have two little children running around my house for the last. What are we on? Thirty days of, of quarantine, so uh, I'm not accepting that as a as a total excuse. Then it's then even. It's, then we're yeah, exactly. The handicap is is neutral here. Um, I should have made a baby uh, category here, Celtics babies, but I, I didn't oh, do that. Glenn right, Big so. Baby Davis. Exactly. That that that's for that's for next week. But uh, so what we're gonna do here? We're gonna have three... did Harold Miner ever play for the Celtics? Ooh, that would have been another one. Is... Deuce Deuce Tatum Deuce Ooh. Tatum. Okay, sorry, Pierre. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so we're gonna have three rounds here. Um, I, I stole a little bit from Rich's format since it worked so well uh, for this, and some of them, you know, I'll go through how each worked. But the round one's gonna be worth one point, so there's gonna be one winner there. Uh, round two is worth two points. Um, the winner of round three is worth three points, and there's a tiebreaker question if it is necessary at the end but um we are going to start with the first category is going to be starting lineups Mm. and this is going to be uh a ping pong or back and forth category um you both are going to get three strikes um and it is going to involve naming the starting lineup um from three different years um on opening night uh, for each of these three seasons, okay. and so you obviously you have to name a player. So we'll start with Bjax, and we'll go back to Rich, and back and forth. You guys will go until you get to the fifteen. If you do get to the fifteen, and then if someone hits three strikes, then they're out, and the the other person's the winner. Oh man, this is gonna be years like like two thousand six. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> terrible. I hate you. Um, we can. Do all right. That. So do you guys want to start early or late? Start uh, early. I was thinking start late because we got three strikes. So sure, baby brain. Go ahead. We'll, <laughs> we'll start in the middle then. Right. We'll start in the middle to to 
And um, so we're going to start with opening night, uh, 2006-2007. Knew it. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Doc Rivers at the helm. Um, I don't know what the plan was for this year, but it was, you know, uh, obviously the year before uh, KG and Real were acquired. So um, BJAX is the visitor, so I'm going to give him the, the honor of going first here. And, um, and again, once we... Um, go through. Actually, I'll ask you guys this: How do you want to handle? Do you want to just keep going strikes no matter what, or if we, if someone hits a certain amount of strikes for a lineup, then we can open it up to the next lineup? How do you guys want to handle that? It's a good question. I'm not sure. I think if you don't have strikes, you should just be able to keep going and and guessing to see if you. That's can true. Get Maybe you'll, you'll go on to the next lineup. That's that's how yeah, it'll go. Like we'll say, you if you're, um. And yeah, and if you can't get through this, then you can't get through it. But I, I, I have faith in you guys that you'll be able to make it through these uh, without hitting the strikes too early. So, all right, Brendan Jackson, you're up first. 2006-2007 starting lineup, opening uh, night. Assuming he wasn't injured, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is correct. Oh, thank God. Uh, uh, I'll go which... with the, the starting point guard, Mr. Sebastian Telfair. Sebastian Telfair is correct. Uh, back to Brendan. Oh, man. I want to say the starting center was Chris Mim. That is incorrect. Ugh. One strike for Brendan. Uh, back to Rich. Uh, was the starting two guard Delonte West? Delonte West is correct. Oof. Back to Brendan. Oh, my God. Um... And Rachel two, France is way too early. Oh, God. Two names here that are pretty familiar to Celtics fans. Really? Wally I mean, how much time does he have for these guesses? <laughs> yeah. I, I got a strike. This is, I knew this was going to so be. So what's, what's your answer? I think I said Wally. Wally Zerbiak is correct. No, what? yes. Oh, my back, God. Back to Rich. So this is, this is the final starter, This right? is the final starter for 0607. And I got to imagine it was Big Al Jefferson. Oh man, that Mark. is incorrect. It was Kendrick oh, Perkins. Okay, one strike for Rich. Uh, Perk, back... right? Kendrick Perkins is correct. Wow, mm-hmm. I would have Al said Jefferson Al came too. off the bench on opening night in 0607 before developing into a 2010 guy. That was just shocking. I thought he was hurt, Rich, when I looked it up, but he was off the bench. Doc so, doesn't like the young guys. Does not like the young guys. All right, so we got one strike each. Um, we're gonna go now to. 2013-14, Brad Stevens' first game with the Boston Celtics. Cool. Um, I believe we're on, Rich, you're up first here. Uh, one strike apiece. Doesn't BJX have two strikes or no? Well, he I has said, one strike. I said Zerbiak. He said Zerbiak when we were pressuring him at the end. Oh, uh, okay. So we gave that one to him. But he, he is going to, we'll have to keep watching the time factor here. Yeah. For, okay. For BJX. So we're looking for the starters uh, of Brad Stevens' first game, first as, game as coach in Toronto. In Toronto, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say Jeff Green. That is correct. Uh, Rajon Rondo. That is incorrect. Oh, he injured. fell in the he, he fell was, in the shower. He, he, or, no, or is that the ACL? That's the ACL, I believe. At this yeah. point, he was not. It was not the, the fall in the shower. So that's that's two strikes for Brendan, one strike for Rich. Uh, Rich is up. Um, so these for Brad Stevens, did Gerald Wallace start? That is correct. Gerald Wallace got the start at, uh, 
small forward in this game. Uh, back, to, back. So that's two, two names. Jeff Green and Jared Wallace, three names left on the board for the 13-14 Celtics back to Brendan. That sucks because I'm going to get my third strike here, and I was in – I covered the team then. I was in the locker room this year. Uh, I'm going to say um, – damn. Throw a guess out there. there I know. Of- well, I got plenty of guesses. They're all wrong, like Chris Wilcox, but he was retired. Um, damn. I think that's a guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to put it? Brandon Bass. <laughs> Sorry. Are we going to allow that? We're going to allow that. Brandon Bass <laughs> is correct. That was my next guess, but sure. <laughs> um. All right. You should get one of these. Oh, I got. I got. Yeah. I actually got two more. I should get one of these. You should definitely get one of these. Should get them all. Marcus Smart. Did he start? That is incorrect. Marcus was not on this team. Yeah, he was, he was before he was drafted, he was drafted. In, in fourteen. Okay. I know. Um, who, I, I think I know who the starting point guard is, but the shooting guard was that Courtney Lee. That is incorrect. Oh, that is man. three strikes for Brendan. Rich takes round one. So Oof. the 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 starting point guard. Wait, can I unquote, can I guess? Phil Preston. Yeah, go ahead. Dueling, Keon Dueling. No. Yeah, all right, never mind. Jordan Crawford, did he start in one of those games? How about Avery Bradley, guys? Avery wow. Bradley, oh, pretty smart, pretty important player on that team. And then this guy, this last guy, Vitor Favarani. Vitor Favarani. Yes. <laughs> that was going to be my guess. That was probably his best game. <laughs> his best game as a Celtic. So, um, yeah, that was again some pretty tough, obscure names here. The last one was going to be the '97, '98 uh, Brick Patino's first game. Um, Ooh. But we'll, maybe we'll save that for a bonus round if we need. Yeah. It. Um, okay, so now we're going to round two is the 2008 finals run. 2008 finals run. So this is obviously questions about the 200. 2008 finals uh, championship run. So let's start. Um, this is going to be three questions for each of you. Um, and if they're, you know, we'll just keep going. And then if you guys tie, you'll each get a point out of the uh, the two points that are up for grabs here at the end. So first question will go to Brendan. Um, what was the first game the Celtics won on the road during that 2007-2008 postseason run? <laughs> um, was it in Toronto? Guess. That is... Incorrect. How is this memorable? Is it? Memorable? It was against the Pistons because they didn't win Detroit, one because they didn't win one until the uh, the I conference final. They kept losing. It, was it just their home? Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Was it in the playoffs or the first regular season game? No, no, the playoffs. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was like, I thought they went like 25 and 0 to start the season. Oh my God. All right, that's fine. I'm an idiot. No, you just misheard it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Next question goes to Rich. Rich, what player led the Celtics in win shares that postseason? That postseason? The postseason. Hmm. I'm going to say Ray Allen. That is incorrect. Paul Kevin Pierce. Garnett. Oh, wow. I thought that Kevin was Kevin Garnett was the, the winner in that category. Uh, next up 
It is going to Brendan. Um, so the Celtics could have 12 players on their active roster in the postseason on on a nightly basis. So we are excluding the guys that didn't dress here. Uh, Brian Scalabrini, Gabe Pruitt, Scott Pollard. Um, so out of the 12 active players on the Celtics roster, Brendan, who, which player played the fewest minutes for the Celtics during that postseason over all across all four rounds. So the fewest who played the least. So uh, the guys that were actually dressing on the roster. I'm going to guess Eddie House because Sam Cassell was brought in late and took a bunch of his minutes. That is a good guess, but that We're is wrong. incorrect. <laughs> is it PJ Brown? Is, it was not PJ Brown. PJ Brown Poe. was actually Leon sixth Poe. on the list. No. There is a a young Defensive guy, uh, Tony roster, Allen, Tony Allen, who was uh, the what? ultimate bench warmer that year. I believe he played about fifty-three minutes during that entire postseason. Wow, you know it's so yeah. funny. Oh, eight and ten blend together because I remember him like guarding Kobe, but that must have been ten. Yep, and he also had that 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 dunk or alley oop that sort of put the stamp on the win in Game Six when they did clinch the title. So that was like one of the most memorable scenes from that run, but it was like right. one of the only thing that he really did. Exactly. Um, all right. So still looking for someone to get a point here. <laughs> um, this is to Rich now. His second question. Who had the highest offensive rebounding rate for the Celtics during that postseason? Kendrick Perkins. That is incorrect. Can it I guess? Is- you can guess, sure. For nothing? Uh, was it Big Baby? It was not Big Baby. It was Leon Poe. Oh, he would have been Those were two and guess. three, were Perk and Baby. But Leon Poe was hitting the offensive glass hard that postseason. I remember a bunch of putbacks, that's why. Um, all right, so this is what we're going to do for the last question for each of you this round. We are. I'm going to allow opportunity to steal here for Ooh. these last two questions. So if you get it wrong... We're going to go back and forth for these last, you know, until someone gets it for these last two questions. Um, so you guys will each keep getting a chance. Uh, the first question here goes to Brendan Jackson. Uh, who was the youngest player on the Celtics roster when they won the 2007-2008 championship? Um, it's, uh, does does uh, top 15... Yes, the whole roster. Um, I'm going to say Gabe Pruitt. Gabe Pruitt is correct. Oh, he yes. was just older by two or two months younger than Rajon Rondo, who were both 21 at the time. And what was Big Baby? Was he, he was older? Yeah. Yes, Big Baby was, I believe, 22. I'll have to look that up. I remember he... Big Baby spent, I think, all four years at LSU, and Gabe Pruitt, I know, left USC early and was supposed to be good, and he sucked. All right, <laughs> chance for Rich here to tie it up in round two. Um, who did the Celtics have their biggest margin of defeat against in that postseason run? What team... Did the Celtics have their biggest margin of defeat against in one game in that postseason run? They lost. I'm going to to say the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Ah. Was it the Lakers? Well, I get a chance to steal, right? You get a chance to steal here. Or if 
Well, he won yep. the round anyway. He, right? he won the round. Well, he won the round outright, so so we'll give him that. But um, yeah, what's your guess? What the Jones. funny part is, I would have my first guess was Atlanta, um, and now I'll just go Lakers. <laughs> I actually wasn't even <laughs> thinking Lakers, but yeah, it was the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ah, uh, they were blown out. Game three, twenty-four point win for the Cavs over the Celtics to uh, to turn in the series to two-one again when the Celtics were having a lot of trouble on the road. All right, so through two rounds, B-Jack steals round two at the buzzer for the 1-0 win, so he gets two points for that round. Rich has one point, and now we're heading into the three-point final round, to which will settle this one way or another. Okay, on to round three, the, and this category is called Danny Ainge Draft. Mm-hmm. So we will be looking at the totality of Danny Ainge's draft history with the Celtics. Again, this is going to be um, questions going back and forth. And there is uh, one ping pong question at the end. So you'll get one point if you answer a question correctly. And I'm going to allow a chance to steal each question here, too. So you can get you'll get one chance to steal for each if you if the person who is asked does not get it correctly should i um, should i introduce our interview real quick b- before we go to, to yes. the final yes so that was going to be coming up <laughs> after a pretty unique interview that rich did here <laughs> tell us more about this rich no well, we had an opportunity with our, with our sponsor bet online during this the, these crazy quarantine times they were going to be running a uh, a quarantine eating challenge so they've got uh eight of the best competitive eaters from around the world, I think could just be the country. It might be the world uh, who are going to go head to head with like just items that you find around the house. Like I think the first round they're going to be see who, who can eat two pounds of bologna first. Uh, and uh, anyways, we had an opportunity to interview one of the competitors, uh, Eric Badlands Booker, who is uh, like one of the best uh, domestic uh, eaters uh, and we talked on the phone for about seven minutes about some of his favorite foods we talked a little bit about basketball we didn't get very far but uh have a listen we'll be back with the finals uh mr booker th- thank you very much for, for joining us uh today all right thanks for having me so first of all let, can, can you tell tell us a little bit about what what you're involved in right now tell, like what, what what you guys have planned with this quarantine challenge Okay, so, you know, tomorrow night is 7 o'clock. So that's fr- um, fr- Friday you know, night? Yeah, Friday night, 7 o'clock, right? Um, you know, Fed Online and uh, Major League Eating is putting on the, you know, the first ab- first annual um, quarantine challenge. And it's going to be like, you know, eight competitive eaters, you know, eight of the top Major League eaters, right? We- we're going to be doing like you know, four rounds of different foods, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be like kind of a bracket style. Okay. And, um, and you know, the, the, you know, the qualifying round is going to be, which is the first round is going to be two pounds of bologna. Okay. Who can eat two pounds of bologna the quickest? Right. Wow. And, and then, and then from there, you know, we move over into um, milk and cookies. You know, who can eat a big family size pack of Oreos, 48 in the bag, with a, with a half gallon of milk, double, know, double stuff or single fastest. stuff? No, it's double. It's, it's single stuff. I wish it was double stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like it just because it tastes be better, awesome. or to, to up the degree of difficulty? Well, well, personally, I like the double stuff because it tastes better. You know, <laughs> but you know, um, I I think 
it would be a little difficult because you know all the chewing and stuff and sure. but but you know but what i plan to do right is is i'm, I'm gonna try to get like get like a good method down you know probably do two cookies at a time then drink two cookies at a, you know what i'm saying just yeah. get a method down get a little rhythm and you know until i so i can move through keep you know move through it at, at a uh, steady pace until i you know finish with a good time so. and then what's the what would be the strategy with two pounds of bologna you just go all in you just go for it yeah, you, yeah, you just. Um, I mean, <laughs> I haven't had bologna since I was a kid, you know. So, right. so you know, um, you know, I got a day before I do it. So probably today I'll probably get up, you know, like maybe a pound of bologna. Just do a few training runs just to familiar my familiarize myself with, you know, the texture of it, the smell of it, you know. Right. To, just to, just to see how I can move through it. What you know? Should I use? Should I use you know hot water or warm water or cold water? What what you know? A lot of things work, which work best, you know, the strategy part of I bet. competitive eating. It's so, interesting that you said smell, because I bet you that could really catch you by surprise if you're not ready. Yeah, right? yeah, because yeah, because we, we all know when we, when we open that bologna, it's just like, you know. <laughs> yeah, you never <laughs> know what you're going like, to get. It smells like bologna. <laughs> uh, no, but, it, uh, it does, you're right. And I, I had a quick question. Are, are, you a, are you a basketball fan at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I am a basketball fan, but I um I don't know stats like I should because you know my day job. I work in the subway here in New York, and it's like I work long hours. I can't catch the games like I want to. You know. Oh, I bet. No, I mean, yeah. Knicks, not like Knicks games are really worth catching that much these days, anyways, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, wait. So are you 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 work in the subway, and are you are you still you're you're off right now? I imagine, right? Are the subways closed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not working right now, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, you know. Were you working right up? And, were you working right up until the until the shutdown? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, subways are still actually they're still running. You know, they're still running. So. Oh no kidding. But, um, yeah, yeah. Do people so, recognize you, know, you just, when when you're when you're down there? Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'll say about a couple times a week. I, you know, I get <laughs> hey, there, there, there he is. It's the hot dog guy or the YouTube guy. You know, so do you find people? Cool. <laughs> do you find people ever challenging you, like like just on the spot to, to eating contests? Has that ever happened? There was there was one time, right? This is funny. I got a, I got a delivery from my house, right? And um, you, you know, the, the you know the delivery man recognized me, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, Batman, what's going on? I said, what's going on? You know, and then I ordered something else from the same place right and the guy came back with two two liters of like uh a coke zero and he was like come on now i want to challenge you i want to challenge you let's go i'm like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and you did you did you do it uh no i didn't do it i was like maybe next time you know you know i'll I'll let you know when (laughs) so so is there a way for 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 our listeners and anyone who's interested can people tune in to 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 these contests is the eating contest oh yes 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 it's, it's um it's gonna be streaming on various platforms i mean you you can uh, watch it on on um you know the bet online's website betonline.ag okay. or you can watch it on major league eating's youtube channel you know Ooh. you just uh you, you just you know go to youtube and search for search out for major league eating you know and and then they have it streaming live on their youtube channel and do you, do you have any any bold predictions you think that this because i know with joey chestnuts in the competition as well 
matchups have a lot to do with it as well right you never know what's going to be on the plate like i'm sure yeah. you so what's yeah, your so, yeah I'm, I'm sorry go ahead i say what would be your dream let's say let's say the finals come around and and i don't know how the bracket i don't know how the seating is but like let's just say it's you and joey in the finals and it, what, what would be your your dream food for them to bring out to say okay here's what we're here's what we're racing today yeah I, I, if i had a choice i would just love to just uh challenge him in spaghetti because you know um at one i've eaten, I've eaten 15 pounds of spaghetti once and you know wow. i think i can get joe with spaghetti you know okay because yeah, it's like that, that's one of that's one of my favorite foods and one of the best foods that i move that i move fast in you know it's, you know, it's a fast <laughs> food so I, you know i think i can take the actually um the noodles is like cup of noodles. Oh yeah, you know. So <laughs> all right, that's gonna be that'll be tough because you know not not so much the ramen part, but you know just 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 drinking a hot soupy liquid. You know that's gonna be tough. Yeah, that's dangerous. Maybe practice with some hot wire today, just just to get ready. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you know, don't, don't worry, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I'll, you know, I, I I have a technique of where I where I like blow and sip. And, you know, <laughs> just blow and sip. Off. <laughs> All right. It's ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous, but it works. You'd be surprised. You gotta do what you gotta do. Well, Badlands, thank you so much. I hope hope all your spaghetti dreams come true uh, in this oh, competition. Yes. All right, and thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Hey, no, you you too. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. All right, take Bye. care now. All right, and we're back. I honestly think I might have better luck being a competitive eater than I am in the Celtics <laughs> trivia. Well, you're winning right now. <laughs> I think we're it's gonna find false out. Hope. <laughs> If there's a tie, we eat bologna to see who who uh, <laughs> two pounds <laughs> who wins. That is actually, I think, one of the the food categories in this cha- eating challenge. So <laughs> that is uh, something to watch for. But all right, Danny Ainge draft final round here. We're three points. Um, we started with Rich last round, so we'll go with uh, Jacks here to start. And the first question: What or who? Is the latest selected draft pick during by Danny Ainge to make the Celtics roster? Uh, did Ainge select Brandon Hunter? I can't answer that. Oh, because of steal? No, no, no. That that's my guess. Sorry, that's my guess. Brandon Hunter. Yeah, Brandon Hunter. That is incorrect. Hmm. He was he was drafted by Danny Ainge and he was drafted late, but it was not. Oh man! Uh, late, not late. Enough. Oh, I have another. Case I've got there. it. Rich for the steal. Uh, the Turkish Twister, Mister Semi Erden. Oh, of course. That is correct. Number sixty, Mister Irrelevant. Who was Ooh. the? He was the the greatest uh, number sixty pick until Isaiah Thomas came along. That's right. Good call. All right, Rich gets the steal for the fir- first question. Now he gets uh, the second question. Goes to him. Um, By the way, real quick, I would have guessed Brandon Hunter. Really? <laughs> For the he was, record. What, 57? Yeah. 57? Was that him? 
53 maybe 55 yeah, I think it was, yeah there was actually a lot of 50s late 50s i think um yeah orion green was in the 50s too right? yeah i think each one more was in the 50s there's a lot i think he was 55 that's why he picked it anyway sorry yeah. all right next question for rich which player that danny Ainge drafted has played the most nba games in his career Drafted by Danny Ainge, went on to play the most. Hmm. I got two guys in mind, and I imagine they're both wrong. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Rajan Rondo. That is incorrect. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, for this deal. I think he's been injured too much. Um, d- quick clarification question. Uh, can he be drafted? What if it was a draft night trade? Yes. He, the, so, so a player I, who the Celtics had at the end of draft night. So even if another team drafted for them, so they... That's why I would guess Jeff Green. That is incorrect. Uh, Those are number two and three on the list. Avery Bradley? A, he's a been surprising hurt. number one on the list. Al Tony Jefferson. Allen? Oh, Big Al Jefferson. Jefferson. Really? 915 games. Um, Good for I Al. Like, I feel Good like when Al. it's all said and done, he's not going to win that, though, because he's been out. Yeah, Rondo's on his heels right now, so Rondo will probably pass him um, next season. Um, oh, yeah, and Jeff forgot Green missed a whole season, too. Right. So, so yeah, those both those guys, everyone had a, their injuries woes, but uh, some pretty high numbers on the, that list for guys, for players that are still active in Green and Rondo, so... Mm-hmm. Good guesses by you guys, but and Green uh, didn't wasn't on the Celtics at the end of draft night, was he? I think he was he, not, but that would I would probably would have. He was technically drafted by the Celtics, so sure. I would have allowed that. Yeah, but really, when when, when did the trade go down? It went down like in the middle of the round. I think yeah. I mean, I think it happened. It was so, I was more thinking of like Rondo for you, Rich. Like he was, you know, right, they trade right. for him. But if the Celtics did draft him, then that technically would have counted. Your big baby, exactly. All right, Rich still for 1-0 lead here, uh, heading into the third question. Um, the Celtics... This is B-Jax's, right? This is back to B-Jax here. Yep. Uh, the Celtics have made back-to-back picks twice. And back-to-back being, you know, consecutively, like two and three or something like that. Yep. Um, twice in Danny Ainge's drafting career. Can you name one, you know, one set of pairs? It's happened twice, two picks in a row for the Celtics, where the team has selected both guys and, and kept both guys. Can you name two times that Danny Ainge has done that with the players? Uh, I feel like this is too early, but the only one that's popping into my head is Joe Johnson and Kedrick Brown. Oof. That the is Chris Wallace, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is God. correct. Those were back-to-back, but you're right. That is right before Danny Ainge got in there. So that is that is wrong uh rich a chance for the steal chance for the steal man there are a lot of names going through my head right now need an answer i'm gonna say uh jr giddens and i it's, it's wrong i don't know that is incorrect um it's a good this question is, a good this question. is actually two guys have already come up tonight um, oh, Tony Allen and Tony Allen, Delonte, Delonte West, West oh, in yeah. 2004. Um, 
or maybe that was 2005. I think it was 2005, actually. And then uh, Jared Solinger and Fab Mello rested. Right. Wow. In right. the 2000, I believe that was 2012 NBA draft. So RIP. I'm going to say Delonte and Tony were the better pair. I would say yes. <laughs> that was probably some of Danny Ainge's best drafting work because I believe he got Big Al that draft. So that was still his, his best draft ever. That was a good um, question. To this point. Okay. So, Rich, still holding a 1-0 lead. Um, we have – this is actually uh, a combined question to a degree, but the, the first part of the question is just for Rich. Um, so, the you know, Danny Ainge, he's a bit of a, a draft hoarder. He likes his picks, likes to use his picks. Um, so, my question for you, Rich, what is the most amount of picks the Celtics have made – on a draft night in terms of guys that are still on the team at the end of the night. Okay. So does the, if they traded picks away, that does not include the total. It's only like guys where the picks, the, the control of the player was still the Celtics by the end of draft night. I'm going to say so five. Five is incorrect. Uh, Brennan Jackson. I'm going to say four. Four is incorrect. Oh, my God. The correct answer is six. Wow. So can I name one of those six? Well, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. So the next part of this question, name the six players the Celtics selected. Do we get the year? draft night. I kind of, I'll give you the year because it was probably going to be pretty impossible otherwise. Uh, 2016 is the year. And so to recap where we are right now, Rich is up one zero right now. And so this is going to be a ping pong question. And so obviously there's six names here and I'm going to put, I'm going to say two strikes for both of you for this. And then you're out. All right. For this question. Um, so right now, Brendan, am I thinking of a one or a two? Say it. What do you mean? Uh, two. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm holding a one, so Rich gets to go first. Okay. This question. My first guess is R.J. Hunter. For 2016? Yes. That is incorrect. All right. My first guess is James Young. That is incorrect. Really? <laughs> one strike for both of you guys. 2016 NBA draft. Uh, Gershon Yabuselli. That is correct. Okay, cool. So this is where we are at. Uh, anti anti Zizich. That is correct. That is one for Rich, one for Brendan. Hmm. I just had someone in my head. Uh, that's not Jalen Brown, is it? That's two. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. Jalen Brown is correct. Wow, they had three first-round picks. Three first-round picks for the Celtics. And they still have three more picks <laughs> on the board. Uh, Brennan Jackson, back uh, to you. Um, this is wrong. Jordan Mickey. That's a very good guess. That is incorrect. He was taken... Two I believe before, the year before, or something. Yeah. 2015. 
Um, that is your second strike, unfortunately. So Rich takes this question two to one. Semi Ojale? Is he even there, too? Semi Ojale is incorrect. Really? These last three picks came in the bottom half of the second round. Two actually made the team, and one never made the team. I thought um, you said all six made it. Well, they were, they like all made it to, they all made it on draft night, oh, and they were all in training it. camp, but got they it. all obviously couldn't make the team. Uh, one is number forty-five, Demetrius Jackson. Oh, of course, mm. wheels. Uh, one, number fifty-four, fifty-one, Ben Bentil oh, out of yeah, Providence. Providence. Never would I that no I I forgot that name altogether. Right. <laughs> um, and this last guy still in the league and actually playing pretty well. Number fifty-eight overall pick, Dwight Powell. Ooh, good guess, but incorrect. Uh, uh, Abdel Nader. Nader. Yeah. Oh, man. You know who I was thinking when I was really confident? Um, Marcus Thornton. Remember him? Yes. Yeah, that was the year right before. That was a good, that would have been another good guess. But yeah, he was. How did the Celtics really draft him? Stuff. Yeah. No, not the not the one that actually played for them. Another Marcus Thornton. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he played abroad. They had his rights. He put, played abroad, and then he played in Summer League the next. And I was like, oh, he's going to be good. He, exactly. He, not, he never made it. No, that was yeah. So you were, you were. You, that was the Jordan Mickey draft as well, 2015. So Jordan Mickey. Yeah, that was good. That was tough to. I feel bad that you guys had to waste a strike trying to figure out what year it was because they all messed <laughs> together at that point. But um. Hey, I'll take the victory. I'll take the take victory. Take the rich takes round three, <laughs> so he wins the trivia challenge four points to two. Not very, and, not not super proud of my performance, but uh, you know. The the good teams the good teams win when they play poorly. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that makes that's how you us. separate. But listen, the next time that you guys need to kill time during a pandemic, I am happy to for a rematch. <laughs> so you'll we'll be back with you next week then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to take Mike on. Yeah, I mean maybe we'll do a little round robin action here. Um Losers bracket, you and losers me. Bracket, exactly. There's all well we meet you in the losers bracket. Yeah, exactly. Mike Mike did take it down. So maybe we'll get some some special um, try to get some Celtic personnel on here. Maybe we'll see. We'll, we'll like sniff around to <laughs> make a big a a, a a player sixteen player bracket eventually for uh, the true Celtics trivia champion. But uh, but that will put a bow on this one for now. Um, for the second edition of the winning plays uh, Celtics trivia challenge. Um, congrats to Rich. Thanks to uh, Brendan of Celtics Hub, new new dad. As well, so congrats to them as well. Go get some sleep, Jack. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's why we've been on hiatus from the pod. Apologize for that, but we'll be back as soon as I can get some sleep, like you said. <laughs> and hopefully there'll be some games to talk about when that um, happens as well. But in the meantime, stay safe, everyone, and we will uh, get back with you guys next week. <laughs>